When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good afternoon and uh, welcome. Laurie and Julia show my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. That's right. Everything entertainment. Nothing else. Well, not much else. Here. Not much else but entertainment. Pretty much. That's what we do, and we do it well, and we're going to be productive today. Why are we going to be productive today? Tuesday. There you go. I swear. Oh, I told you this last week, but what? we are productive. Is It is Tuesday. It is. Did Tuesday. anyone get flipped off today on the way to work like I did? Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. Were you too oh, yeah. slow I love the people who think they are the... Um, the pace driver on the freeway yeah. in the left lane. More hate, less or less hate, more Lizzo. I, I <laughs> was flipping off. But there, th- this gentleman, older, much older, decided that he should be the pace car on the inside left lane on the freeway at, mm-hmm. at 50, like nine miles an hour. That's in not the fast right. lane. That's not on right. the freeway. Yeah. And so finally, when he turns off, I just looked over at him because he went to the left, and he's just got this finger out. And he was driving slow in the left yeah. lane. No, that's the wrong finger for that lane I, for going slow. I was just like, thank you for being the pace driver right. in, a, in the police escort <laughs> on the way to work today. Jeez. Are you, are National you, night out tonight, kids. Are yes, you gathering with yeah. your neighbors? Yours has been the only neighborhood since we've been here, and you've asked us no, the same no, thing. Doesn't Donnie do it? Are uh, you doing no, little neighborhood? I, I did in Richfield, but yeah. uh, there is one in Stillwater, but it's not very, not by not, you guys. Not by our house, no. Uh, St. Paul, too, you can be proud of your state. And Minneapolis says a lot, and good. I think the neighbors, you know, like just. You Any know, diner, we did it. It's always, you need someone to organize you it do. for your the couple block radius yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So. For a while, you know, Casey was in charge of getting a fire, fire truck, truck to stop yeah. by. That was our big contribution. And we, we were rock stars for quite a while on that one. Yeah. You know, yeah. but I always have avoided being the organizer oh, of it. Imagine that. So thank goodness for wow. Gretchen. Who, <laughs> Does she still do it? Well, she's doing it again this year. She kind of wow. has, like, she shares a big, huge, like a like if her neighbor opens up their yard, it's like, you know, it's really big. So all the neighbors can fit. And then, you know, last year, yes, yeah, she had it because Buttercup, Butterpatch or whatever the heck, the, the cat stocking killer cat, Buttercup. which by the way, I almost killed myself the other day. Why? With the cat? Yeah. I'm sitting there and it's love like, cats. it's like dusk and I'm just reading in the, in the family room. Meow. Meow. And I look and Butterpatch is right. It's Buttercup, Lori. Is it Buttercup yeah. or Butterpatch? It's Buttercup. Whatever the killer cat's name is, she's she's in stocking mode. Oh. I mean, she looks like a little cheetah. And I, I'm like, oh, my gosh. 
she's going to kill the bunny right in front of me. And I <laughs> leapt, I leaped out of my chair and I almost fell over the footstool. Mm-hmm. So I almost like could have injured myself. And did you run out just to get Buttercup away from? I not only did I chase her, I chased her all the way around my house. Guan, Guan, get out of here, Guan, <laughs> chase her. That's oh, absolutely hysterical. Yeah, and Casey's like, are, are, "Are you done? You really could have hurt yourself when you tripped." I said, "Get yeah. my Casey, that cat was ready to kill." He goes, "There's plenty of bunnies," and I said, "No." Leave the bunnies in the song, the leave, songbirds alone. Leave them alone, please, please. Uh, by the way, we so woke I think up. I yeah. know all. I know about every Donnie. We hear a story after every year when Lori goes to her neighbor's national night out. One night there was too much wine. Mm-hmm. You sprained your ankle or broke a, a sandal. Mm. You broke um, a sandal. Yep. One night you your food that you brought, you had to just buy it or something. You didn't have time to make it. Yeah, I. Yeah. Um, one night you just went shopping in Chris's house. Yes. At her clothes because she sells that clothesline. I yeah. mean, I can think back to oh, yeah. all of no. your. I'm very your happy. Out. I'm happy that our, that someone in the neighborhood organizes. No kidding. Yeah. And don't forget, Thursday night is Cat Video Festival. I think That's we're going to have a great night, too. Yeah, I, I do. The weather will be good. Yes, the weather will be uh, very good. You can buy tickets that. at the door yeah. if you don't have any yet. And that yeah, is Ka- a fun night. Casey's like, oh. What do you do at a cat video festival? I said, I'm not even going to explain it to you. And he goes, I just don't understand. I said, cat people understand. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, there's, because I had to explain it too. Yeah, I, I didn't, but I didn't. Because they I have want to. anything that relates with cats or animals is there, you know, cat face painting. Funny videos. People really like it. Yeah, I know. That's Fireworks what I told at them. the end. Yeah, the videos. And he's just yeah. like, oh, you know, all right. Thanks for explaining. <laughs> you asked. Well, I really knew he wasn't asking because he was interested. He doesn't I like love you. He, he was only asking just to use space. Well, I yeah. let him know on Thursday night that if he want, you know, like if he wanted to go make plans, I wasn't going to be around. Right, right. And, uh, then he just said, well, what the heck is a cat video festival? And I said, yeah, good question. It's you cat fun. Cat fun, mm-hmm. that's right. We woke up to the news this morning that uh, author Tony Morrison uh, passed away at the age of 88 after a short illness, yes. pneumonia. That uh, one does it. Her publisher, Alfred Knopf's, uh released a statement, then her family did, and of course... That's um, a big deal. I mean, that he is the publisher. Yes, they are the yeah. publisher. Oh, yes, she and yes. She's probably best known for her book, Beloved, which was published in 1987. It won the Pulitzer Prize in then, 1988. She started writing at the age of 39. Her first book, Song of Solomon, in 1977 was the beginning of her career. But she wrote 10 novels, <clears throat> seven nonfiction, two plays, three children's books, and of course, Beloved, was turned into a movie. Oh, yeah, with Oprah. With Oprah, Oprah and, and Donald yeah, Glover. Yeah, I remember that now. And it was based, uh, Toni Morrison had come across a story, uh, a newspaper article, uh, an 1856 newspaper article published in the American Baptist, and it was called The Visit to the Slave Mother Who Killed Her Child. <gasps> it's a very heavy book. I read... I've the, never read it. I've, I read this book when it, when it first came out, and it is... It was... Yeah, it was a heavy book because, A, the topics it explored was, you know, escaping from slavery. Right. Uh, mother-daughter relationship. You know, mm-hmm. this woman you know, kills her daughter, 
to keep her from living the life she life lived. of a slave. And oh, then, gosh. yeah, it was. It's a real heavy, heavy book. But and I think a lot more people saw the movie. And right. of course, she just. Um, I think. Uh, I think it, yeah, it was Colleen was talking about it that. Um, she came, I don't know, maybe to the U and was speaking or something in Clean's Dance uh, Troop or whatever performed oh, cool. for Toni Morrison. She said she just seemed like the calmest, wisest. There was a real peace about her. An aura of wisdom. Yes. So oh, she had really an incredible, incredible life. And she was the first black woman to get the Nobel Priest, or Prize in Literature in 1993. And... She also got the uh, 2012 Presidential Medal of Freedom under President Obama. If you're, you know, because we always watch those Kennedy centers. Oh, yeah. You know, so anyway, so uh, I'm sure Oprah has made an Insta or Twitter announcement because Mm -hmm. they were... They were fast friends, and I don't know how many times she was on Oprah's show, or Oprah would always quote her. Yes, exactly. About, you know, life. I've never seen that movie. I've never seen The Color Purple. Really? No. Yeah. That's, a that, that's a good one, too. I know. Another yeah. Oprah. Oprah's first uh, yeah, acting job. nominated for yeah. supporting uh, actress in that. But, yeah, Beloved, I just remember reading it, and it was just a heavy book. And, it, like, I could have used a book club to discuss that sure. book. But it came out in 1988, really, before yeah. there were book clubs. Or in vogue. Yeah, we're in vogue, because mm-hmm. it was, like, a book you wanted. And now I think, you know... It- the world we're gonna make... Thank you, Pink, for singing so beautifully. Love her voice. Okay, so good thing uh, Andy didn't try this last night with uh, Tori Spelling. Um, He had uh, Tori Spelling and Jenny Garth in the clubhouse because BH90210, which is like a mockumentary-style reality show about the kids from 90210, is airing tomorrow night because this morning... Or excuse me, uh, yesterday morning before she was on Andy, she was on Good Day New York. Okay, and the, Tori Spelling was okay, and Jenny. They're going together, and Rosanna Scotto, who's been on that show for many years. I mean, she's like, a host. She's a host. Okay. Yeah, okay. she's uh, she she asked um, if. If she could pay her bills, given all of the money. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I, that is a very, I mean, come on. Yeah, she said, uh, she told Rosanna that's inappropriate. I'm not going to answer that. And Rosanna did a Facebook live after the broadcast and said, well, they're putting on a show that brings up all their problem. And Tori has for years now had well-documented financial problems, including... Uh, we just learned two weeks ago that the credit card food. Well, and the credit card company is docking her paychecks. Yes. So I wanted to see if she wanted to dispel any of the rumors right. and said she got very huffy. <laughs> and um, anyway, and then she attempted to move on by saying, well, at least you're making some money from this show. Oh, so that no, should help. No. <laughs> at least you've got a paycheck oh, now because your husband's yeah. a loser. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeez. So anyway, uh, maybe that's why Tori was tense a little bit in the clubhouse last night. Oh, was she tense? Well, here is... Uh, she relays uh, to Andy, and I can't remember um, if a caller... It's called, a caller. It is, but yeah. I, I know on Monday she was on Jenny McCarthy's radio show, and she relayed the same story that she's 
told Jenny she's really sad she's never been approached to be a real housewife of Beverly Hills. So here we go. My question is for Tori. And um, I heard this morning that there was a possibility you were considering doing the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And I was so <laughs> wondering if you were considering that. I don't know. Andy's never asked me. I know. I read that you were offended that you had never been asked. Not offended. Okay, yeah. a little bit, a little bit. A yeah, little yeah. bit. Oh. Because I'm, I'm like the biggest fan. You and are. I feel like I grew up in Beverly Hills. And this one's been asked. And when were you asked? He doesn't asked? do reality TV. Like two years ago, maybe. Are you friends with anybody in the, in the gang? Denise, um, Lisa, Kyle. Yep. Wow. How about so Jenny Gard getting asked? asked. Oh, gosh. That would have been a snore bore. Can I have a question about that? Yeah. Andy said you were asked. He, well, he wouldn't know well, that Jenny Well, there's Garth a lot of people asked? that work on the local he, stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's okay, not no. in the casting or whatever. Right. I mean, you know, he might get a say, but, yeah. but Jenny Garth being asked... Oh. Two years ago, and she told Jenny McCarthy that they asked her, but she declined because she's the furthest thing from a desperate housewife. Oh, what a slam. (laughs) What? Well, what she should have said is, I don't have a personality. I mean, it, only if it's if I the ever, last thing. The last thing Jenny Garth did in the acting department was I couldn't find it. Is, is this? And then she really she did a mom gift box subscription yeah, thing a couple for, of years ago around the time she had the book or right. whatever. She hasn't acted in anything in forever, no, so it's like I'm okay. the furthest from a desperate, desperate housewife. housewife. It's not called Desperate Housewives. First yeah. of all, oh I know, but that's yeah. That's, well, she was slamming. Yeah, slamming two things. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. Okay, so here we go. Uh, here's Tori Spelling being asked about how is everything with her mom, Candy. Oh, we're getting tons of questions hey. for you guys. For both of you, Dr. Nels wants to know, uh, wondering if things are better with Tiffany Thiessen if, and if she'll be on the show. Mm. She's she's doing a different show. Yeah, she has her Netflix series. So um, I know we had been talking to her people, but she's committed to that. But our kids go to school together, so everything's okay. good. <laughs> okay. Um, you know the public perception. It's not what it is. It's so yes. crazy. People want to make know. something out of nothing. Um, people want to know if you two ever watched the CW reboot of 90210, and if you did, what did you think? We were on it, yeah. I think. Oh, you I were did, on I it. I never watched it, but we you were, were like on majorly on it. I was on one or two or three episodes, oh. maybe? No. That's Jenny. I was on two episodes. You were on like seasons of it. That is so <laughs> untrue. That's not a lie. No, that's so untrue. Um, Tori, Lauren K wants to know what's your current relationship like with your mom, Candy? It's good, really good right now. Good. Yes. And now she sold the huge house, and now she's in the huge apartment. It's true. Yes. <laughs> the manor okay. in the sky now. The manor in the sky, <laughs> is that true. what it's called? Yep. And is it like 30,000 square feet in the sky now or something? My kids, the first time they saw it, they were like, Grandma. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Lives in a hotel. Wow. Yeah. Wow, she's got do re mi. Do re mi. But do you hear? These two are going on the road together and they're going to talk? I mean, they're... I mean... I'm just, mm. Yeah, thank you, Johnny. <laughs> well, here's Jenny Garth giving us some more of her uh, sparkling personality <laughs> where oh, uh, she dull. relates because, you know, she and Shannon Doherty, well, Shannon Doherty famously didn't get along with anybody on right. the set except for like Luke Perry. Right, exactly. So here's uh, talking about uh, a time that she and Shannon Doherty physically got into a fight on the set of 90210. How do you really feel about <laughs> Shannon Doherty being back? We're so happy that she's good back. part of the show in mm-hmm. the history of 90210. It wouldn't be yeah. it wouldn't be the same wouldn't without her. Serena S texted, Jenny, you said that Tori often had to be the mediator between you and Shannon. What's the worst fight you and Shannon ever got into? <laughs> I can only remember one incident and that was when yeah, we took it outside. You did? <laughs> yeah. Did it, did it actually get physical? Yeah, I'm a Midwestern girl. Right. And uh, I spent some time in Glendale, Arizona. Okay. So uh, that makes you tough. So who won that fight? The the guys held us back, so we yes. never Yes. Actually... Do you remember that? I do, but I stayed in my dressing room shaking when it was happening. <laughs> right. And do you remember what that fight was about that got physical? I do. But I don't want to say because it's so stupid. It's so it's dumb. Really you guys were, you were so each young. Other, and she like pulled your skirt up. Like, yeah, and my, she pulled your skirt up. I didn't care for that. Right, right. That's okay. what brought okay. them to blow. Okay, she but wait a minute. Turtle. I'm a Midwestern girl, girl and, and I, I spent time in Glendale. Glendale, Arizona is kind of tough. Is it? It was back it in really? the day. Yeah. But I'm a Midwestern girl, so I fight. <laughs> I'm sorry. She's unbelievably unlikable. I, 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 I They've been everywhere I this week, and Tori Spelling, there is something kind of like always ditzy charming about her. I've always liked Tori. Yeah. But Jenny is She's, really... But, and this is only because we have our own experience with her, too. She it was rude do. and snotty in she person. She was so rude to us. Yeah. So I think she did, we did the um, interview and she just turned around and looked at the man wall. Yeah, maybe. Maybe <laughs> she didn't make eye contact. But I think their duo, uh, A Night to Remember, the tour might that they're going to remember. Might be A Night to Remember. And uh, anyway, so I quite frankly can't wait to see I know exactly can. what is this mockumentary i would like to see grandma uh spelling's manner in the sky in yeah. photos yeah i don't know well you might be able to google google Candy it. Spelling. whoa whoa know? whoa whoa it's like one of those places like downtown or you know um maybe maybe she's on uh what do you call it condo canyon row sure. or whatever in beverly hills i just don't like that location. i'm well sure yeah yeah i know so I far know. away from everything well, well there we go so okay. we'll see if tori spelling is going to be a new housewife I don't think so. She's lived there the longest. She has. I'm an original. She's drama follows her. She's got the kids. She knows everybody. It is kind of a good idea. I think no one likes her husband, Dean, so I don't know that they want to highlight her life. All right, listen, Julia has a new TV obsession. I do. And Tamron Hall is uh, letting us know how she felt about NBC letting her go. And my friend said, I know you love her, but it's over, mate. It doesn't matter to the never easy to walk away let her go it'll be all right 
So I still look back at all the messages you'd sent And I know it wasn't right, but it was messing with my head Can Okay, obsessed with Goliath And behind, it's already, they've already had two seasons yes. And it's on Amazon Prime mm-hmm. And Billy, Billy Bob, Bob Thornton And each year, because I'm already in the second year yeah. The story changes But it's based on he him being kind of a washed up um, attorney Kind mm-hmm. of a drunk has kind a really eclectic group of partners in his right. quote unquote firm, right. and it's it's so good. But it is so I'm good. just reading; it's been renewed for season three, and here's who's going to be in the season three cast: Dennis Quaid, Ooh. Amy Brennan, Bo Bridges, Wow, Griffin Dune, and the other ones I don't know: Shalimar Anderson. And Billy Bob. So, and it's I, I done think, by um, David E. Kelly. Yeah. And Jonathan I Shapiro. That. I did know that, that David E. Kelly created it yeah. because that was sort of his comeback thing before Big Little Lies because he had kind of disappeared from TV, and, uh, TV after being everywhere. But I put Goliath in the same category as Bosch. Oh, it is so very good. bingeable. Oh, I just want to just keep watching, watching, watching. We had an appointment here earlier today, and I'm like, I can't go yet. I got to keep watching. I brought all my makeup on the living room. Isn't he magnetic? Oh. Do you see why I stood at the state fair in front of him at the Liney Lodge and made, had eyeball sex with him so much, I was almost dizzy? So this started (laughs) at golf last Tuesday night. Yeah. And I'm asking my friend Pat, what do you watch? She goes, I'm obsessed with Goliath. And I Uh said, really? Lori was so obsessed with him when we were at the state fair and talking about his black skinny pants well, and we had show. to go and be in front and you, it was on and yes and i'm thinking about the time before that five years earlier when he stood us up yeah remember i do remember that, remember that? Remember that? and we we're, were like come on but um she's like i he does have something There's and i something said about all right him. and then i just remembered that last time i'm like all right there was nothing on and i'm in that book you know oh chelsea girls yeah you finished it last night didn't you uh, I, it's so good. I started it on 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 Monday yeah. and I, finished it this morning. I started. Oh, well, that's forever for you. Well, I, I started know, but Sunday. I was kind of panic at the disco because I thought that book was tomorrow, but it's another no, book tomorrow. Week. Tomorrow yeah. is that, quite something. Yeah, yeah. But so, I I started it and I'm almost done too. It's that good. Yeah, and could you see where Angelina was like really into him? Like when yes, they got I can. yeah, he's got a charm. There's a sexiness. There's a charm. Don't talk about antique furniture with him. That's one of his many mm. phobias. <laughs> yes. He's afraid of antique furniture. Yes, he's afraid he's of so antique skinny, furniture. He's so skinny, but you can kind of, you totally can see his head. charm. But, but I mean. And the cast of characters mm. on his team are really interesting. Yeah, they are really good. It's good. It is good. Um, I watched the season finale of Euphoria on HBO. Uh, I watched that. And? Oh, my gosh. That show. It's an explicit, explicit show about suburban teenagers, uh, you know. Drugs uh, and sex. It's a brutally honest answer in what it might be like to be Gen Z right now. Okay. Mm. You know, and. Uh, Give us more. Well, Meaning. it just was very, it was very. Uh, it was so damn good. I, I don't. I know Leonardo DiCaprio is a fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan, oh, then, and oh, that's then, all I need to know. Oh, after then this. everyone else go see yeah. it because if Lori and Leonardo and, are fans, are, are liking I, it. I, I watched. I watched one, and I don't think it had my full attention when I was watching it. Might yeah. have been one eye jack, but I'm curious why you love it so much. Well, even the way the show ended was so clever and 
brilliant the metaphor that they used for what's happening to Rue, who is played by Zendaya. Right. And I'm obsessed with Gen Z's artful use of glitter eye makeup and i'm also terrified for them that's right at the fair about let's be glittery the glitter i mean you should see the glitter eyeshadow is everything i mean how they wear it it around their eyes but i it comes down but they've got they've it's better now well they put yeah they put like a sealant on first i don't even know you'd have to there's probably a euphoria eye makeup uh insta somewhere or something i wouldn't be surprised But it just is really a good show. That's what Eric Danes is in. He plays this dad of this kid who's, I don't know, kind of a mean kid. Kind of a mean kid. So it's about teenagers, Teenagers and suburban. It's a suburban high school. And uh, Zendaya, is she plays Rue, who's the narrator. She's basically the lens into this school and the wild world of of high schoolers. And even... Into the world of some of the kids, like uh, uh, Maude Apatow is in it, right. Judd Apatow's daughter, right. and she plays a younger sister. And, you know, she's kind of the girl who's, like, there would be other teenagers who could relate to her. There's going to be teenagers who won't relate to everything, but it is just a fascinating. All right, um, you loved it. Good, yeah, good, good show. All and right. it's been renewed for it season has, two, yes. yeah. Oh, my word. Uh, Tamron Hall was speaking at the Television Critics Association, and she was asked about, uh, you know, her show Tamron Hall starts uh, September 9th. Bill Mm -hmm. Getty is producing with Wendy Williams, old executive producer, being the co-producer. And she was asked if NBC News made... um, the wrong choice in bumping her off the show to make room for Megan Kelly. And she said, um, Megan's success or not, I already knew they made the wrong choice when I left the door. So it didn't matter what if she, she did. If she succeeded or not. I knew the day I left it was the wrong decision. That's why I left. Wow. So. Yeah, we all found that out very quickly. Very we, quickly. We all knew. It, <laughs> we was, just, it was so insulting yeah. to And her. it was such yeah. a bad casting error. Because she was negotiating her contract and they offered her just something really paltry and told her, and by the way, you won't have the nine o'clock slot with Al anymore, which that show has just gone back to its regular old thing. And, you know, they're doing, uh, you know, the exact same thing they were, but back above, back to the ratings where they were. Megyn Kelly wasn't a good fit for me. We knew that. Yeah, we knew that right away. Alicia Silverstone is doing, you know, the Babysitter's Club TV show. Mm -hmm. So it's for Netflix. It's going to be a 10-episode adaptation. Of the movie? Of the movie. But it's going to be, the plot will follow the friendship and babysitting adventures of the five best friends. And the main guy is Mark Feuerstein. I used to love him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember mm-hmm. him. That good-looking Jewish guy. Oh, I yeah, yeah. liked him a lot. She's, she's looked at Christine Applegate's at Dead to Me, and she's like, I want I some do of this. that. I want some of that Netflix money yeah. and creativity. Uh-huh. And-, and she said that, um, well, this is a little bit about the Babysitter Club's books, um, are one of the most successful children's book series in publishing history with more than 180 million copies printed to date. That's true. I mean, Nancy Drew is coming this I fall. Know. I know. It's going to be a TV show. There's so much. There Although really that's been options. a TV show before. I, I got to admit, I'm liking my OLED TV. Because on the streaming stuff, it looks really good because it's 4K oh, and everything, yeah. but it's got a different technology. 
It really looks good. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes it looks like you could, like if Fall I, into we it. watched that, um, when I watched that documentary about the climber, whatever that one. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, I got vertigo watching yes. that. There, it, the, because you kind of feel like you're. It's so crisp and clear. Yeah, it really is. Do, are you liking City on the Hill? Showtime? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Been renewed for season two. All right. Well, there you go. I mean, I'm fascinated by Kevin Bacon's character on that show. Mm-hmm. He is just such, he's such a classic you know, person like a guy who, you know, would have been probably, you know, was born in the late forties, early fifties in this show, and he's just really a misogynist, chauvinistic kind of a Cop. guy. FBI. F- oh, he's, he's FBI. FBI. You're yeah. right. You're mm-hmm. right. You're right. Yeah, I. You know, I like it. It's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't rush to watch it. No, either do I. Yeah. It's like sitting there. Yeah. Same as that sitting there, that CBS thing that came to The Good Wife, but not The Good the Wife. The Good Fight. The Good Fight. I haven't yeah. watched I've one. got 11 of them. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched a one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel a, pressure, I too. The finale is, well, the finale is this Sunday but You know what's dumb? CBS aired that, okay? Yeah. I forgot to tape the first two episodes. You said this, yeah. yeah you have to pay two ninety nine. Right. Now, how dumb is that well, not to have it on CBS Demand when they're already airing it on CBS? Because the people that had to watch it the first time around had to pay for it. So what? what? Well, they're saying if well, we have to pay change. for it, you have to pay oh, for gosh. it. Well, the, why wouldn't fair. they be mad that CBS I, was re-airing it? Your argument holds no water here. No, that's their argument, not my argument. Oh, did you read that? Did they say that? <laughs> no, that's my. I'm conjecturing no. that's what they would say. No, they're just being dumb because oh, they could right. be having people getting hooked into that whole season. Yeah. And then subscribing? Yes. Mm-hmm. They're making, yeah. That's yeah. so silly to make all those be available. And then if you forgot to tape one, then you have to go yeah. and buy it. So I'm just going to say I won't watch any of it. That's more okay. the likely response. We well, I've got a, I've got them all. <laughs> yeah. But I just, it feels too overwhelming. Yeah, I hear it you. It just feels overwhelming. And I feel like, you know, there's a new thing on cable now on Comcast that when you hit the fast forward button... Do you have smart fast forward oh, now? I hate, I hate that. It. It's like the changes to Twitter. I hate those too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so we heard today. No, you really. It's no. like it's like it's, trying to help you, but it's stupid. It's because, because sometimes I want to go a little bit faster yeah. than the programming. I don't. It need... makes you still see the commercials. It's controlling us. Yeah, it really is controlling mm-hmm. us. Everybody's uh, controlling. Also, us. at the Critics uh, Television Association, ABC President Carrie Burke told reporters, "Someone asked, have you spoken with Constance Wu since she tweeted, oh bleep, the show's been renewed.' Fresh off the boat. Yeah, and she and said, she apologized." She said, I was happy she apologized. I've had no further conversations with Constance. Uh, I'll see her at the table read. <laughs> that oh, sounds yeah. cold. Mm. You know? Well, they haven't started production. I'll see well, her at the table read next week. I'm just, you know, you can't be too happy about that, you know. Come but on. she didn't want to show too much emotion either. She told she- us everything we need to know right there. <laughs> By the way, Jimmy Kimmel and 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 our show, we've been on the exact same amount of time, 17 years. Have we Because really? he just signed a three-year deal and he wasn't going to do it. He didn't he wasn't gonna do it. He was feeling kind of burned out right. from the nightly grind. And then Kaching, I'm just reading between the lines. I'm gonna say ABC in their three-year deal. Offered him some good money, right. more vacation, and he's going to do some producing. He's going to do two more of the Norman Lears, probably even more than that. He's going to do a game show. The game show sounds fun. 
Yeah, generation gap. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Family members from different generations have to answer trivia questions about each other's generation. I For like instance, an eight-year-old might have to complete the catchphrase, go ahead, make my day. Mm-hmm. Bad, yeah. Yeah. they might say. <laughs> right. yeah. so, dinner. It could be fun. Yeah, I think so, it could be fun. Yeah. I am thinking, I am loving watching some of the game shows. It's like fresh relief. Because it is good for summer TV. Alec Baldwin, I hate watch match game because he's so painful (laughs) with his little microphone. Yeah, he's He's, not Gene Rayburn. He's not Gene Rayburn. (laughs) I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And it doesn't come naturally to him. I can't watch it. Yeah. It's... But I can watch some of the other. I love Family Feud. Yes. I yeah, love some I of the other ones. All yeah. right. Listen, we got to go. We are going to. It's that time of the year again, Julia. What time of the year? We're going to talk music when we come back. That's right. Why do I pull your clothes and then ask you for the light when your hands are mine? It's like I'm holding again. Isn't that a sign? Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Well, if it is the Tuesday before the Blues Fest uh, weekend, we must be talking to Chris. Smacky from the Bayfront Blues. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. How are you guys doing? We are doing good. So, uh, Chris, you guys, I was up in Duluth last weekend, and then I saw a little thing. You guys had, like, your Saturday night headliner pull out a week before the festival. Does this send uh, you into a panic attack? I know you guys have Uh, fixed it, but, like, has that happened before? (laughs) Sure. I've been doing this 31 years. That's it happened. You know? Fortunately, it's never been anything we did wrong, but uh, Devin Ullman had a emergency appendectomy uh, when he was out on this European tour, and he had some complications, and they, uh, he thought he was going to be back in time, but it didn't work out with some further procedure, so that's the way it goes. Yeah, it was wow. Dickie Betts and whoever. How many Allman brothers are, were left or in the, that group? Well, see, this is not. This is the Allman Betts band, and these are the kids. Of the, the kids, uh, Allman. okay. Yeah. So, Dickie Betts' son, uh, Dwayne Allman, and Kevin Allman, who was Greg Allman's son, and then uh, uh, Oakley, who was the original bassist uh, for the original Allman Brothers. And um, so, it's they're they're not kids anymore. They're all in their thirties. They're right. not. Uh, but they're, and they've all been touring on their own. But they started this project last. I think last fall or last winter, and they've been doing a lot of touring and just uh, a little glitch for us. Yeah. So, uh, how do you scout the bands? <laughs> I know it, Chris. <laughs> well, we're fortunately, you know, after thirty years, that uh, the agencies call us. They say they they'll they'll start off usually in the, the fall or the winter by saying, "Okay, here's who we have on our roster that's going to be on tour next summer." Uh, we'll try to put together a routing, and routing means that you're trying to put back-to-back dates that are within, they jump on a tour bus, and they might do five or six dates in a, in a particular region to keep right. the, the travel cost off. So that's the first thing you look at. And then the second thing you look at are new artists that have been signed up, um, that are up and coming, that you do a little research on and see if you think it's going to fit. And then uh, from there, 
you just start filling in the gaps with uh, when you see tours together and you say, well, you know, you're not too far up in Canada. Maybe you want to come down for a show, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, oh. the blues artists, they really, the blues acts, they, that's how they make their money. I mean, they have to tour, 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 because it's like how many radio stations right. and, you know, that kind of thing. They need that live fan support, I guess. Oh, absolutely. And, and the other thing, too, is, of course, you don't have as many clubs doing live music for... For blues. You know, especially for blues, mm-hmm. you know. So there, there's a lot more travel time between cities to to get the, the same number of dates these days. Oh, my gosh. Well, I am I was looking at there's two days, eight, 18 hours, 24 minutes or something left yeah. till it all starts on Friday. So it is a full Friday, Saturday, and Sunday schedule. Right? Everything's full. Yeah, everything's wow. full. Bobby Rush is uh, headlining on Friday night. That's kind of, ex- mm-hmm. that's very exciting. If you haven't made reservations yet up there, are you yeah, know you are go? you SOL or is there stuff available in Superior? What do people do if they want to be listening? The best start is to go to uh, the, the Visitors Beer website, and that's visitduluth.com, and start there. They they'll generally they have a complete list of all the properties that are going to be within a 25 mile radius of downtown Duluth and and then they even go further than that now because it's kind of considered more of a regional hub for tourism so that's kind of where you get your start unless you actually have a particular whole chain hotel chain that you like you know obviously start with their reservations to see if they've got something on your frequent stay mile plans whatever or uh, or you need to reconnect with a high school or college friend or a relative or somebody you know up there who has a cabin near there or something like that yeah, do you have a spare yeah. bedroom? Well, I love it that you're having Mick Sterling is playing on Sunday, and it is he used to be like a staple on Sunday. Well, he would play like that 1230. And anyway, but he's back this year, and I think people are really excited about that. Well, of course, he used to be a staple down uh, at a couple of clubs down in the city. Yeah, too, yes. And then uh, he just... He's, he had other projects he was working on, so the, the 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 group that he's with is with the Fed Brothers, and that was the big horn band that he right. had, uh, played down down in uh, the what are they called, the old downtown area uh, warehouse district. Yeah, down yeah. bunkers. Yeah, there you go. And then um, he that that kind of I think he's only playing a. a eight or two down in the Twin City Metro, but this for them is a lot of fun to have done when they used to do it. So he was able to get them together to come up this year. Yeah, the whole so the whole big band. I just hope he yeah. crawls around up on the speakers and shows off his, his snake hips and everything. That'd be nice. Well, the problem with that now is, of course, the speakers are much smaller and now we hang them, so we don't have those big oh, speaker oh, towers. Oh, Lori, listen to that. Well, Lori, you both will be jealous. He performed at my friend's house. For a charity thing last Sunday, yeah, he and does twenty do a people lot of were there, and things. he brought six band members wow. and himself last Sunday night. So I'm gonna get the full report tonight. Yeah, uh, Chris, I also want to give a big applause and just let people know that you know that the late night uh, dance party. Like, if you can't make it to the daytime festival, that that you have you're having Lamont and Reverend Raven, and isn't isn't that like only five dollars to get in into the late night dance party? It's something ridiculous. Yeah, if, you, if you show up after 9 o'clock, because what we're finding a lot of people, of course, especially that live down in the metro, is that they can't get up here till after work, so they want something to do when they pull into town. So right. we started this late night thing, five bucks. And this year we have Reverend Raven on Friday, and then Lamont is doing their 50th anniversary, uh, anniversary shows uh, this year. 
So he'll be up with a couple of the horn players and also with Bruce McCabe, which, of course, they don't play together very often, but uh, I think four of the original Lamont Cranston from 50 years ago are going to be there. I know. That is <laughs> going to be really, really fun. And is is it true? Is it the tall ship starting Duluth this weekend? Yeah, but see, here's the deal. They they start on Sunday, so I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that's that's the day that they do the big – they have a name for it when they all come under the bridge at the same time. Right? That happens Sunday morning. Well – when we found that out, now our dates are on the calendar 10 years ahead of time. I can give you dates now almost to, to 2030. Mm-hmm. But what we but what we did, as soon as we found out about that, this this was like a last-minute thing that they put together last winter. So I we put together a deal with and negotiated with the deck who has the parking around here. So that whole first parking lot that's uh, right next to the park here, on Sunday, you have to actually have a ticket to the Blues Fest to park in the Bayfront parking oh, lot. Oh, okay, so, so that's good. But that'll that's, be yeah, kind of cool. Deal, oh, well, yeah, because we're also opening our gates at 9 o'clock, which is about the time that they're going to start floating into the harbor. So you'll be able to come down here and see them um, sailing under the bridge. Yeah, wow. it, it's kind of amazing. Was it a couple years ago that the big rubber ducky boat was out there during the Blues Fest? Remember? Well, I, you know, I, I don't know. No, the rubber ducky wasn't here during the Blues Fest, and I've been told it's not going to be in the water this year. But All right. I think it's going to be sitting on a flatbed somewhere. Or I mean, I don't know. <laughs> they're absolutely gigantic. Like, right. it looks like a semi truck. Wow. It's that big. Exactly. It um, takes a semi truck to haul it around from uh, location well, to location. Thank you. Yeah. So, Chris, people can buy tickets at the door if they didn't get them in advance, and it's right at yep. uh, Bayfront Park, right down in Duluth on the harbor. Uh, I'll wave at you from your golf cart as you're going by, and I'm waiting in line to go to the bathroom. I'm sure that's where I always see Chris. He's wheeling well, how about by. if I just wait by the bathrooms for you? Right, there you go. Chris, thank you so or much. by the big boulder. Yeah, by the big boulder. Oh, God, I've had gotcha. an encounter. All right, 31st Annual Bayfront Blues Festival is this weekend in Duluth. Thanks, Chris. Thank you. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.